The following content is not suitable for children. George, we're talking about hot sex all the time, but you and I both know that, what is it, 10% of sexual encounters end badly and are kind of messy and uncomfortable and are not so great. We make a lot of mistakes. Let's talk about failures, messing up, <laughs> coming up short, short. being rejected. We don't want to talk about coming up short. Well, <laughs> if that's what it is, that's what it is, Lori. Okay, let's talk about it. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Great sex, great love. Here comes the big day, Lori. October 28th, it is sneaking up on us. It's a great chance for couples to be intentional and spend some time together. We guarantee you're going to have some different conversations and really move that needle in a direction of more fun and safety. How do you beat that? Absolutely. And we really want you to sign up. Go to our website, foreplaysextherapy.com. You'll find it under the resource section. And we just appreciate those who have already signed up. Hopefully, we will get you all the registration and materials very shortly and love to have the rest of you join us. So I appreciate the emphasis on great sex and what works and communicating that and how important that is. But there's something so valuable and redeemable about learning from failure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how the, the, the humbleness in these spaces can really bring people together and... I think a lot of our messaging is also seeing the opportunity and vulnerability, right? And vulnerability is certainly found in large quantities in these places where we miss each other and we fail. (laughs) So true. And, you know, my girlfriends, actually guy friends as well, they're out, they kind of always tease me. It's like, you're a sex therapist. You must have hot sex all the time. And it's like, you know, the reality is, is we're at least at that 10%. I mean, sometimes it's just he comes, sometimes I don't, sometimes I do, he doesn't. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, it's a good try, but it doesn't really work. And we're too tired or happens too fast. it happens too fast or we're not in the mood or there's all kinds of things that go wrong. I kind of count it as a win if we're naked together. That, That to me is a win. I'm happy. That's good. So I I think a lot of our saving grace is that we laugh about those kinds of things, and that's how we recover. I, I don't think we've ever gotten out of bed naked and said, well, that sucked. You know, I mean, sometimes we laugh later, and it's like, okay, not, not our best effort. But, you know, I just remember one time we were talking about our fantasies and stuff like that, and I think one of us was just like appalled at the other one's fantasy. (laughs) And that kind of did kill the moment. I think we went ahead and had sex, but it took us a long time to kind of work that through. Like, okay, we want to be vulnerable. We want to share these things because that's sharing our inner mind and our erotic mind we know is what will keep it hot for all the years. And so we really had to kind of dig deep, like why was that – why did that threaten the other one in the moment? And 
and what was that about? And fortunately, we were able to kind of come to that. It took us probably weeks to figure that out. But even you know my you know my question, right? <laughs> What's your what question? What was the fantasy? Yeah, how can we get into it without the details? I mean, otherwise, it's just we're we're speaking in in general. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was probably my fantasy, and I I think it was like a threesome or something on an island. Okay, now I have been totally vulnerable to the whole world. You better say something vulnerable to you, G. Hey, listen, you're responsible for your risk, and I'm responsible for mine. So, I like asking the questions, not doing the sharing. You know. Oh my gosh! No, but I appreciate you. Again, we all have fantasies, and it's a risky thing to do. And we often talk about sharing fantasies that work and make people feel closer and more fun and like energized, and that's great. But what when, what happens when it doesn't? That's also important. You know, in therapy, we're always trying to train therapists with this need to pivot, right? This need to like have a plan. If your intervention works, go in this direction. But if it doesn't, you got to move, right? You got to shift. Why would it be any different? Let's let's try to help couples be ready. If, if it works and it enhances your sex life, great. If it doesn't, you're going to have to deal with it, right? Pivot. We're going to have to go in, in that direction to learn like why did that not work? You know, what is it about these failures that are really good information that are really important? Because they're, they're letting us know about ourselves in a deeper way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still stuck in She's still stuck in her vulnerability. fantasy. <laughs> no, I'm still stuck. I'm like red. I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh, my God. I just told the world this fantasy. Now I feel like I need to do all this explaining. <laughs> but I've never done a threesome, I swear, you know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. Oh, We're letting this thing <laughs> Okay. Taking No, you gotta share you gotta share a time now that didn't go so well, G. I'm asking the questions. Oh no, here we go. This reciprocal partnership thing, huh? <laughs> I, I, I think I, mine will be more boring, but there's plenty of examples. But I, I think the common examples are, you know, I might want to be intimate and, you know, I come home from work and we have dinner and like my energy is really kind of good and might be flirting and we're kind of talking about it, you know, <laughs> and then before you know it's, She's got something to do. And I go into the bedroom, I get ready, and then I start emails, and I start something else. And, and you know, we come in, and it's like, oh, let's just watch that half-hour show. Yeah, it sounds great. want to do that. And it's like, by the time the show is over, like, my body's kind of shutting down on me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, how did yeah. I get from really wanting to be intimate towards, like, just really wanting to go to bed? And, like... And if my wife is like, "Hey, what do you, th what do you think? Let's go have have some fun." And it's like, <laughs> I really want to have fun, but it's like I, I get annoyed that I'm not where I was two hours earlier. Yeah, I right? call and, I call that house suck. House you know? suck. The yeah, bed you know, suck. It, no, it's house suck. It's like we can we do it too. You know, we come home, we're together, and then like suddenly there's these chores and a few emails and. Just stuff we got to do, and and suddenly we're pulled apart into the house. You know, whatever's right. got to get done. I hate that. I hate house suck. Right, and then the the, the sex is going to be unremarkable. It's going to be like, ugh, you know, uh -huh, exactly. And, and then you, after it's like, wait, why didn't we do this two hours early? And again, it right. just it plays tapes that takes away from the moment. Right, right. It's like we got to strike while the iron's hot. 
Yeah, I no, I totally get that. That happens to us all the time, all the time. And I'm sure to every couple out there, they exactly understand what you're saying, you know, how you can you can feel it and and something gets in the way and you kind of think, okay, I'm going to keep feeling this. But then later on, our energy wanes and it's like, ah, maybe in the morning, you know. <laughs> and it like a funny trick I play with myself. Like when I'm laying there and I'm like not in a mood and I, I'm usually pretty good at being in a mood. So it's a weird state for me. And I'm like, maybe this is what it's like to have a female body to be like, not have this, this drive to just like, hopefully it will come online. If there's like a line, right. I'm like, damn, that's gotta be hard to gotta be like that. A lot of the time to just be receptive to not have this driving force. That's so dependable. and so like, you know, you could just take it for granted. So again, I, I try to learn from the miss in that, from the struggle in that mm-hmm. to 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 kind of get more of what maybe my wife's perspective is some of the time. Exactly, exactly. I, I For me too, like, you know, when I'm always getting ready for a party, I'm dressing up, I'm, I always play sexy music and, you know, just like I'm ready to go and I'm so that social butterfly part of me that, you know, you know, it's like, it's, I've got energy. And then you go to the party and, and maybe we get home late, my feet hurt because I've been wearing high heels or something. And it's just like, wham, you know, all that fun energy in the beginning is just gone. And, you know, and and I'm like, okay, let's, let's do it in the morning. And for us, the morning is always great. It is a great time. So I know that that's dependable, but still, it's like, the morning may come and it's not as hot as it was like before the party. Yeah. And for, for some couples, you know, when they push themselves to have sex, that's not ideal. That increases the likelihood that the sexual encounter is not going to be great. Yes. And so if you are tired and you just don't want to disappoint your partner and before you do it, you lose your erection. I mean, now this, this, this thing really starts to go in a bad direction. Uh Exactly. And and I can imagine too if you're male and and you lose your erection or you can't get an erection, you know, because there's just not that enough energy going on, that would not feel good. That would I, I think as a woman it's so much easier to to be receptive, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't necessarily have to have an erection to have intercourse. You know, there's always lube on the side of the bed or whatever, you know, we can always get it done if if he's ready and I'm not. But yeah, I I think that that would very much dissuade me if I were male. Like, uh, pressure does some pressure. bad things. <laughs> pressure does bad things to penises. Right. Once the brain starts to think, uh oh, what's going on here? Like, it takes up all your focus, right? And it's hard to be engaged and present when your brain is saying, "Are you working? Are you not working? What's happening here?" Exactly. So we wanted to share with you all kind of, you know, what happens in our bedrooms. We understand that it's it's not always hot. I think that intimacy is kind of the point for me, at least, that it's a continuous sexual relationship. And I, I just don't think you can have hot sex if you don't have sort of regular sex. I mean, sex regularly, because those hot moments, yes, we can capitalize on romance or parties or or stuff. But I mean, there are times, right? It just starts out kind of slow. And then suddenly, wham, you just, it's like the body takes over or your mind takes over or your erotic thoughts or, and it's just incredible. 
Right. And those incredible moments can really raise the expectations. And it's those high expectations that set us up for not being prepared when the inevitable want wires come around in a relationship. So I think we come back from break, maybe be helpful to try to come up with a plan to be more intentional for when these things do happen, because they are definitely going to happen. And couples that can have conversations and can repair and, and feel closer after failures, they have the best sex. Right? It's the couples that don't talk about these things that really those negative spaces grow. Posey Earth has produced the most comfortable, soft sheets that you will have ever slept on in your life. I have them on my bed and and my clothes have to come off. You know, it's like, I just want to feel the sheets on me. It's, and it isn't that it, you just like lie there and soft. It's almost like it touches you. Like the top sheet just, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just like being caressed. I'm crazy about these sheets. I'm like putting them on every bed in my house. Don't you think these sheets are super soft, George? They are amazingly soft. And all these sexual pursuers out there now are like, got another idea or something else to try. No, no. I'm serious. If you are a sexual pursuer, you should definitely buy these sheets for your partner. I mean, buy a couple sets because they are so wonderful. It is sort of like a new sex toy. <laughs> these sheets, because your sheets, they're made by bamboo. They're like breathable. They're luxurious material. They are amazing. Oh, and they also make pajamas like lingerie loungewear that is super flattering and elegant. And they've been on Oprah's favorite list for four years in a row. So obviously they're getting a lot of attention. Well, and they should be because they are the best sheets. And I am a total Egyptian cotton person. No, I am always doing this from this time forward. So Cozy Earth provides an exclusive offer for our listeners. It's 35% off site-wide when you use the code foreplay. So please go to CozyEarth.com and use the code foreplay for 35% off these site-wide products. Trust me, sexual pursuer, buy them. George, feeling is everything. Excitement, intimacy, anticipation, contentment. Uber Lube lets you feel all the things you want to feel. Lori, I'm so proud of our partnership with Uber Lube. They really are making a difference, helping people feel more, enjoy more. That's all what we're about to. So we just really appreciate our partnership with them. Exactly. Uber Lube, it was created with sex in mind. Its formula is pure. It's basically silicone-based, smooth and silky, and it's body-friendly, so you don't have to worry about yeast infections or glycerin or parabens. And it's got a perfect pump for the perfect experience every single time. Ooh, that's kind of sexy. Yeah. Uberlube.com with the code foreplay for your discount. Hey, we love Uberlube. And thank you, listeners, for supporting Uberlube, who supports us. Uberlube.com with the code foreplay. So we use these examples, you know, working with a couple. Husband's all excited. You know, they've been planning a date night. They finally get away from the kids. You know, they have this romantic dinner. They're flirting with each other. They finally get to this hotel room. They're talking fantasies. I mean, they're having an amazing time. You know, they take each other's clothes off. (laughs) She kind of reaches down, grabs his penis. He orgasms. (laughs) 
He is so ready. He is so ready, <laughs> right? He don't want to orgasm. She I don't count wanna... that as a win, though. <laughs> I mean, if that I, happened, like, woohoo. I think that's a real wisdom coming from you, Laurie, that, you know, what is the goal? Is If the goal is connection, that's a low bar. It's so easy to hit that target. You should be able to celebrate that, you know. But if we have this expectation, the Hollywood expectation that this is like a long night of love making with a mutual multiple right, double right. orgasms right, right. and all that stuff, then, you know, we're often going to get disappointed. But in this case, it's okay that she gets disappointed that it happens so quick. And it's okay that he gets disappointed. It's not what he wanted. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. But what do they do with that disappointment? What do they do with, you know, because if he goes to a place that gets so frustrated with himself, he's no longer present with her. He starts to disengage. That's what happened with this couple. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, I don't know. Gosh. And then and now they're talking about sorry, the moment oh, when they just start. No, that and, kills and she's trying to like, well, it's not that big of a deal, but she's kind of frustrated too. And, and before you know it, they just roll over and go to bed. No conversation. Both of them feeling frustrated. And, you know, now that puts a lot of pressure on the next sexual encounter. Yeah. So how could that couple do it differently? How could they be prepared for these moments? Like, yeah, all right, you you came too fast. You haven't had sex in two months. You know, (laughs) little kids around. You finally see your hot wife in a, in some kind of negligee. And like, you know, it just moves too quickly. (laughs) I think that the, the laughter and sense of humor helps. I mean, he should say something like, you know, you're just too hot, baby. And she should say, go down and get busy, honey. You know, I mean, it's like they got to roll with it and still keep going and making love. You know, there's I I, I understand. I, I do understand. And I think maybe what you're going for is how do they share the emotions and how do they repair from that? You're making a choice. I like it. You know, you can make a choice to continue. He keeps his focus on her. She hasn't gotten off yet. Like, let's continue to have fun, make a joke, and keep going in that direction. That's one option. The other option could be pause the sex and be able to have a conversation around. Because if you think about it, it's a moment of great need for both of them. He's feeling like a failure. He's feeling like he's let her down. That's a bad feeling. A lot of times, if you want men to emotionally engage, they got to have success when they have these feelings. Okay. Right? okay. If he just goes away with that feeling and, and she's frustrated, he's not having success with that feeling, which is going to make it more likely the next time he does what? Yeah, the he next time he's going to hide it. Mm-hmm. And here we are again. Then outside the bedroom, these same things show up and there's never a conversation. Mm. So it's, there has to, it's not a great time in the middle of sex to have these conversations, but what's the alternative? never to have these conversations. Yeah. So I have seen couples, I've worked with couples who have been able to stop and transition towards having one of these harder conversations. A lot okay. of times we have it around an affair, right? Somebody thinks about another person and all of a sudden, you know, their body, there's another one of these examples where it's, it's going to shut down or it's going to dissociate or it's going to do something bad. And I mean, when can we have these conversations? Right, right. Okay, so let's do it. You just you just came too fast. <laughs> what are you going to say? How are we going to talk about it? Are we going to talk about it oh, right then? Are we going to talk it. about Here Yes, we go. we're role playing it. Can I be the woman in this one and you be the man? <laughs> no. Well, I do think trying to 
for me, the ideal situation would be, all right, take that sense of failure and frustration, try to kind of keep it at bay for a while and try to keep your focus on your partner. And I, I like the idea of trying to go down on her and get her off. And like, you know, you still get the afterglow. You still get, and that, that, there's a time then to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you're willing to take the risk, if I was able to say, you know what? I wish I could just roll with this. <laughs> I really wish I could. But I, 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 I feel so, so disappointed in myself. Like I, I, I should be able to control myself and I feel like, you know, we've been waiting for this. We've been building this day up. And I, what a, I let you down so much. And I just feel, I feel so bad about that. Mm. I, I mean, even as you're talking, it's like I can feel kind of the shame radiating off of you. And I just hate that for you. I, I hear it that... For you, it's it wasn't what you wanted, and it wasn't what we were fantasizing about in the restaurant. And so I can, I, I totally get that you're probably disappointed too, and you've really thought you've disappointed me. And I, I just, you know, honey, I, I think it's okay for me when that happens. Mm-hmm. I, I know you can't see this because y- you feel like it's a failure, but for me. It's, it's okay. I mean, I, I kind of like that you were very excited. I mean, that you were so excited that you got out of control. I mean, I want us both to be out of control. And sometimes I just know that's going to happen. And it's not that you came too quickly that bothers me. It was the, it was the quick flooding of shame that separated us. That, that's what hurt me. You know, I, it's it's really not that you came too quickly. It's like I couldn't reach you anymore. I couldn't be with you anymore. You went away. And and then I just felt so sad because, you know, there was like we couldn't somehow or another be together. Even though we laid down and cuddled together, you know, I could feel your separateness. And I, I don't know how to get to you at that moment. I, I need you to help me reach you and, and get to you because – you know, yeah. Do I want intercourse? I do. But I mean, we had all night, we had the next morning and it was like, it was like this shame was our enemy and it kept us from each other. Mm-hmm. So let's pause. Okay. It's always good to reflect on the roles. And as you couples listening are doing this conversation, I think it's hard. And maybe this is what we're trying to become clear about as we, as we teach this to work on two missions at the same time. So do we want to work on my failure and give me some success? Or do we want to work on what happens to Lori when the shame separates us? Because those that, that's why these moments are so hard. Both people get hurt at the same time. So choose a mission. And then if you want to shift missions afterwards. So when you were responding to my failure, that, Basically with, you know, it's okay. I, I appreciate your excitement. Like it's, it, it's not a big deal. Like we still, I still want you. I still, you know, and if you do fail, it's okay. Like that really calms my nervous system down, mm. right? That felt really great. So, so what would I, let's, I, I really need to learn. So would I have paused there or done a little bit more of that to help him? 
Yeah, no, I think you would, that felt great. I think the transition to then wanting me to see your perspective, which is important and it has to happen. I wasn't ready for that. It raced into that. Okay. Right. And okay. as we started to talk about your pain, I didn't find myself ready to be able to make that move. Oh, so that's then I, so important. I'm so glad you stopped us and are talking about this and reflecting on this because like in my mind, I was, I was still trying to make it okay. Like, and that's, that's the pursuer, right? <laughs> that's my anxious attachment. I, I didn't even really know that. So, okay. So what would I have done after like trying to be with you in the failure? What would have felt even better? How would I have closed that so that we could have, you know, sort yeah, of better I, repaired I, I, you? I, I think you <clears throat> checking in on, you know, how is that for you that like, it's okay with me. You beat yourself up a lot more than I beat you up. I still think, you know, like getting me to try to put words to feeling a little bit better Mm. is showing that I've had some success in this conversation, mm -hmm. right? And that sexual conversation, success will carry over outside the bedroom, mm -hmm. right? When we get these, especially men that have success with these emotions that they typically don't share. I mean, that really would be the mission in this. And what you're introducing about you, my heart really wants to give it. I just can't do it in the midst of doing something so hard and risky for myself. And I think a lot of couples do this. I think a lot of couples try to have a double conversation. Yes, yes, and have yes. Two missions at the same time. And then it's just mathematically not likely to happen. It's so hard for me to even talk about feeling like a failure. Like that took every ounce of my emotional bandwidth to mm -hmm. be able to then see your thing, which is takes another hole. It was, it was just too big of a leap for me to make. And uh -huh. so if you're a couple, this is a good example of trying to have a conversation and then it doesn't work out so well. And, and this is what trains us to want to avoid these conversations. So I so appreciate your openness. What you're wanting is so beautiful and so important. And you're able to identify, and this is what pursuers do. They just, they're, they're so, they can put so many pieces together so quickly. Yeah. And a lot of times the withdrawer is not able to kind of keep up with that. But right. you're seeing that very moment where I lose my focus on the relationship and I get lost in my own world, battling my own demons. Mm -hmm. And when you not only do you not have the sex anymore, but you lose me emotionally too. That's a horrible moment for you. Right. It's a moment that you have to be able to talk to me about. But right. I want you to have success when you talk to me about that. So I, I, what I really needed to do... First of all, I think I, I kind of drowned you in words, right? Because there were so many words that I had there. It was two separate paragraphs. It was about you, and then it was about me. Yeah, but so, I thought that was fine. Your, your, your words, you're trying to find your words. It's not easy for you. It's not easy for me. That's what new moves look like, uh -huh. right? So that you had a lot of words trying to kind of respond to my failure. I, I was really okay with that. I thought you, I knew you were trying. It felt good that you were trying. Mm. I really appreciated it. I, it was, I was feeling like I was glad I talked about it. Okay, but I needed to pause there. Yes. And ask, like, what are you hearing? You know, how do you feel about what I'm saying? just to give you at least time and space to absorb what I've said and then respond back to me. And I'm hoping for a response that says you feel more relaxed. You feel comforted. You feel Thank you. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you trying to help me in this place. Mm -hmm. But I think the key is you keeping your focus on me. 
yep. and not shift into making it to about me. you, right? Yeah, Which so is good. super important. That has to happen. The timing just isn't right for that to happen yeah, yeah. in the midst of yeah. it, right? And so, I, and I, I get that, but I think even, <laughs> even as a pursuer, it's like, it's so good to hear this clarified in the moment. I mean, I'm, I'm learning right now as we talk about it, just like I can see it now. Okay. Yeah. I, I still in my mind, gee, was thinking it was more about us or the, you know, that the moment of failure in the role play. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I, okay. So I'm, I'm getting it. I hope everybody out there who's a pursuer is getting this too, because I think what George offered us was so much wisdom and I hope you can see it in that conversation because it wasn't I didn't drop into a pursuer critical or anxious I just went into my side of it and that right. was where I needed to pause and I hope you all listen in appreciate Lori did absolutely nothing wrong what she did was healthy beautiful she took a risk she was courage courageous it was right on target the timing just wasn't right for me I couldn't do it Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not pointing fingers or blaming anybody. We're just trying to help couples understand why things work and why things don't work. Yes, I, my heart yes. really wants to help Lori in that place. I just can't do it in something that's so new. I have wobbly legs, right? It's so mm-hmm. hard to talk about failure. Like, mm-hmm. And as, as I wobble and you kind of hold me a little bit and it feels good, and then you're like, all right, let's switch to this. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, you know, but with practice, this becomes easier and easier. With practice and safety and success, couples can make this transition and get themselves in a place where, you know, I can be like, thank you for that. And like, I I know a lot's coming up for you. Can you kind of let me know? But when I want it and you get my buy-in, it's much more likely you're going to have success with that. I love the metaphor. You've got wobbly legs. You're trying, (laughs) you know. And and this is, I think, when change happens. When with when the withdrawer comes forward, they do have wobbly legs. And I think you were also accurate when you said a pursuer often their mind can put so many pieces together all at once. And, you know, it's they're like lightning. My husband's really smart, super smart guy. But in conflict, he kind of shuts down. It's like he doesn't have words for it. And I have a million words for it. You know, so, yeah, I think that's that's a beautiful metaphor. Just remembering that when your withdrawer does talk about something, that they do have a little wobbly legs, need our support, need to feel stable before we move on to our side of it as a pursuer. That's what I'm taking away from this. Okay, awesome. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot with these failures. We'd just love to invite you to our Great Sex, Great Love Couples Retreat on Friday, October 28th. 10 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, George and I are really going to help you apply what you learn in the podcast to your relationship. So if your marriage or partnership is functional, but it's not that exciting, or you want to deepen that connection and really improve your intimacy or, you know, make sex something that isn't just a check off your list and try to bring the sizzle back, please join us. We are going to spend a whole day enhancing your relationship and intimacy dealing with the cycle, making it safe for you to talk about desire, talk about the actual sex acts that you're doing. Also express what's going on in your mind, body, and heart, and your spirit to find deeper sexual connection with each other. That's October 28th. You can find it on foreplaysextherapy.com under our resources to sign up now. Okay, so tell us about your 
cutting edge training that you're doing on success and vulnerability? Lori, we just keep pushing it coming up with a new module on the playbook of a pursuer, playbook of a witcher, really practical moment by moment moves of what a therapist can use. And we're so focused on what's happening in session. Enough there's talk about theories and these global things. We I think most therapists are looking for what do I do in this moment? Give me a tool, George. So that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. I am so glad you guys are doing this work. I think it helps us be organized to see you do it. You do demos, you do explanations, teaching. It really is interactive. And I think that so many trainings that we sit through don't give us an opportunity for that. So what you're doing is really important. No, we try to emphasize the teach it, show it, do it model of learning. Now you need to have some ideas, so we try to teach those. And then we try to show what it looks like implementing those ideas. But most importantly, you now got to practice it. That's how they become yours. And that's what we want our, our listeners and watchers to do is become their own moves. Find George and his teaching at successandvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.